This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There is only one way to say happy birthday to Stacey Moody and it is with Deer Hunter! That was Deer Hunter right there. Mustard uh. gas. Oh, my God. I liked that. Anybody else drowning over here? That was people turning on the radio and going, ooh, what's going on here in the morning? And they're like, I've never heard such amazing music on this channel. They should have. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They should have before because we played them before. Well, I mean. Your band. Those are your dudes. I, I had to take a minute. I almost cried. That was a surprise. It was beautiful. That was amazing. It, well, was, was, it was beautiful. How else would we celebrate the last day that we're going to see you before you turn 33? <laughs> 38. 38? <laughs> yeah. She's Nuh-uh. actually older than you, Jordan. That's impossible. 30, 31. 31. That's right. 31. Okay. Oh, God. Thank you, Jordan. Absolutely. Was, I want to go see them now. They're very good. You want to go with me? I kind of do. Where are they playing again? Uh, well, the closest is Denver Ooh. in November. I know. Denver in November. Denver in November. <gasps> Bikini Trill is playing in Denver in November. <laughs> You're going to have a one month old. Life isn't oh, like yeah. this for you anymore, oh, dude. Crap. Life isn't like this anymore for you. And honestly, I, I forget. Haven't... I haven't adjusted to that yet. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the... I was looking at the fact that the Downton Abbey movie comes out <laughs> on the 23rd, and I'm like, is there any way you can have your wife just like keep the baby in for a little bit longer so we can see the Downton Abbey movie? Oh, I'd love that. I told her that. She needs to keep it in for the Carrie Underwood concert. When is the Carrie Underwood The 19th. Okay, yes. Can't she just, like, like start the new year with the baby? Like, just keep it in there. <laughs> they would be 12 weeks old. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. That'd, that'd be a big birth. Yes. Well, Let's not do that. It would be. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Things we'll, would break. We'll get back on track with alt music, even though that was amazing, Dear was, Hunter. <sighs> and just, world, just so you know, Kansas City, just so you know. We are celebrating Stacey Moody's birthday today. Happy early birthday. Jordan Silver and Friends. 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. Well, well, what's up? What's with that? Can we not do that? No. That's what Please? your baby's going to sound like. Stop. This is what your baby is saying no. in your wife's room uh. right now. Just on repeat for the next seven days is that. Can you stop? Do you know what movie that's from? No. What? The Ring. The Ring, dude. <sighs> she gets the phone call and it's like seven days. Seven You've days Seven live. days left. Why would you do that? Because you have seven days. I know. I don't need any hauntingly things to remind <laughs> me of my baby. What? This is not seven Jordan. Everybody's seen that movie. <laughs> Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. Man, it, uh, that was, I mean, you can't, you can't look at the date today and not go back. No. I mean, maybe Dustin, if he were here, because he's in school right now, but uh, he was born in 97, so he doesn't really possibly remember, which is crazy Yeah, to know that there are people that don't remember because they were too young or born after. 
Yeah, even just looking at the date will send shivers down my spine every time. 18 years ago? Crazy. Do you guys remember where you were? 18 years ago? 18 years ago. Yeah, I was, we were in the marching band in the morning, and as we were all going in, the counselor told us, hey, the two Twin Towers have been hit by the, by airplanes. We're like, what? And then we go in and just watch the videos basically all day. They didn't cancel school? No. No, we stayed till three o'clock. Stacy. I, as soon as they, I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. and as soon as they announced it, I was trying to turn in a paper, mm-hmm. and I did just went where I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what they were talking about. Right, because we've never experienced anything like right. this. It was the first thing that people of our generation, you know, experienced. It was our Pearl Harbor. It was our Kennedy being assassinated. Right. It was our thing. And when it's your first, you don't know what to do. I was in college, a little bit older than you guys. Uh, it was my freshman, sophomore year in college, and um, I had a class at 9.30. I was on the East Coast, and uh, the my roommate came running in and was just like, I don't know what's going on, because she had an early class. There's bombs exploding, something, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Go watch the news. Something like New York City is blowing up right now. And that is a crazy way to wake up you had friends that were in new york city that called you that that was happening no they couldn't call but i found out later i so um i'm from new england from from maine which the creepiest part of this whole thing and it always is creepy is that the the hijackers before they took over the planes in boston they spent the night at the comfort inn in south portland maine so when you go to the main jet port which at that time was only four um, four terminals. Terminals, thank you. Uh, you just look and you're like, the people that did that were in this building at some point right before they did it. Oh, man. Well, can you imagine the people who worked at that hotel? No. That's got to be crazy that yeah. they checked them in. They spent the night at the Comfort Inn in South Portland, Maine, and then hopped on a plane from Portland, Maine to Boston, to which where then they did the most horrible things. Um, But I did have friends that went to school in New York City, and still to this day, the thing that gets them is the smell. They can still smell it. And smell is one of the most, uh, is the kind of thing that will, the sense that will bring you back Mm -hmm. more than anything else. And my friends that are now, well, that are my age, are just like, I can still smell it. I had friends that were locked in their dorms for two days. Because you couldn't go out because of the, the ash. And then you didn't know what was going on. How scary could that be? I can't even imagine what, yeah, live it even. So they were living in that area? Yes. Oh, yes. That's, yes. That's even, because, uh, yeah, for me, it was attacking attacking my, my country. Right, yeah. It wasn't attacking my city or my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to just, just like me. I had no idea what was going on. I I was a kid. I didn't. Oh, well, I don't know, you know, a plane hit something. Okay, I don't, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to detach yourself. Right. But you live, I mean, if you have a connection there, it's so much more insane. Mm -hmm. I remember everyone's feeling was just, we need, when hearing about who could possibly do this. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest discussions, like somebody just attacked our family. Like we feel violated because this has never happened to our generation of people in our country. Yeah, on our turf. I mean, I I remember when it was all going down, you did the first two hit in New York City, and then you had the one in Pennsylvania 
that went down, and then the one in the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, what is, is it going to stop? Yeah, what is going on? Who is next? It was a real life movie that morning. Yeah, it was. I just remember sitting there and watching the news and just people crying and people that knew people that were flight attendants that they couldn't get a hold of for America and uh, American and United. And um, I don't personally know anybody that was lost, but it was a scary time when you can't get a hold of people and the phone mm-hmm. lines were jammed. Oh, yeah. My when I finally got through to talk to my mom, she's like, I don't know how we're going to get to you, but we'll get you because I was in North Carolina and they were in Maine. Um, but there was a. And, the, and if you remember the TV, for the first time, maybe since TV started, everyone, every, the same thing was on every single channel, even MTV. Mm-hmm. I remember switching the channels and it was just live from here, live from here, live from here. I think the biggest thing after was not only seeing the planes just hit the buildings, like, oh, oh terrible incidents, and but when they started to collapse and come down mm-hmm. like completely changing that was a whole nother level of this is really happening it's gonna be more than just a little oh a damaged plane one day mm-hmm. i mean i live i don't mean to take it this way but um i live in the, like a higher story building i live on the 30th floor the it was like the 90th floor like i believe that's where mm-hmm. stuff happened um i just and I live right by Jetport too, like a small one. And so it's just, it's still creepy to me. Just you the know? thought. Yeah. What if? When the Blue Angels were flying by, I was like, oh, this is real <laughs> creepy. There was one point when one of the Blue Angels did a turn. And again, they were legally a very safe distance away. But when I was watching the Blue Angels practice, they did a certain turn. And for one second, I could see an airplane coming towards my building towards my window for one second and it scared the hell out of me instantly just like yeah oh god then they made uh after a safe amount of time passed a respectful amount of time passed they started making movies about this Mm -hmm. uh there's one documentary that plays on history channel every year and it is i've seen kind of all of them because again this affected me and and something that I'll never forget and it was so sad and so tragic and so crazy um but there's this one documentary on history channel called 102 minutes that changed america i'm going to play the whole for you because this is in my personal opinion the best documentary of the time basically they took home footage mm. from from people that were filming it because cameras were around then and they edited it together in real time and through news clips in. So it's oh, not like wow. you're reliving it because you want to. Right, Because right. they actually could create a replica of what happened. And uh, this is the full trailer. A documentary made from the footage of 100 eyewitnesses who grabbed their video cameras to record an event that would become history. Oh, my God. From the moment the first plane struck, 102 minutes in real time. <laughs> scripts no reenactments oh my god i can't believe i just saw that there were two another one just hit it real people and what they captured on camera as it happened the smell of burning wire and many running up all right shut the window shut the ears a unique historical record of a pivotal moment in modern history. It is Tuesday 
morning, the 11th of September, and you will not forget this date. Witness to 9-11, 102 minutes that changed America, Friday, 7.30. Well, sorry, I should have cut that last part out. But um, that is that documentary is the one that will, if you can make it through it, it's... Ugh. Tragic. Still going back now and watching that and watching the live news broadcast from that day and from the news correspondents watching it in their city as they're reporting it to America. Yeah. It's Do you guys, like, when you watch, I know all of us, like, you know, death and destruction and, like, in our movies and, you know, like, is it weird for you to watch, again, with the disengaged? Like, mm-hmm. I can watch... Like Charles Manson stuff, and I can watch, you know, uh, the Kennedy thing and not be affected at all. But when it comes to the stuff that I live through, oh yeah, right, yeah, the, the screams in that trailer, yeah, Her, like I'm sick to my stomach right now. Like I, I watch movies that have right. way more gross things going on, but then like that's real, that's personal, right. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to watch that stuff. It's, it's very hard. Again, like uh, I'm sure there's triggers and everything in in that um, documentary. But in my opinion, if you can make it through it, it's the best documentary that there is. 102 minutes that changed America. I'm sure it's playing on History Channel over and over and over again, or you can rent it. Um, but what freaked me out was when movies started referencing it. Right. There was a movie in 2010 starring Robert Pattinson. Oh, God. It was called Remember Me. Uh, it was a love story about this, these two people. And then the, Robert Pattinson's dad was a jerk. And uh, he didn't like the fact that he didn't like the girl. And so they were fighting and whatever, whatever. And so Robert Pattinson finally makes up with his father and decides to go uh, join him in business. Stop. And then so the scene cuts to and you don't know any of this before. The scene cuts to the girl who's in school and the teacher writes on the board September 11th, 2001. And you're like, oh, my God, they're in New York City. It's a crazy Mm. movie. It actually got really negative reviews because of that twist that it took. Okay, so here's my question. I I don't like exploitation like that. Like, I don't I don't even like war movies, really, just because. I get it that you want to inform people and that it's a part of history and that whole thing. But you put it in there and it's just, to me, it's gross. Like that specifically, like it's a love story and you have to shove that in there. Mm, that, that's the problem that critics had with that movie. With right. Remember me. I don't know. When I saw it, it was the first time that something that I lived through was recreated as a movie. And... It, it affected me. I felt, I felt gross. I felt yeah. You feel just yeah. Ugh. I mean, nobody gets a good feeling from it. Um, and again, that was what that's what critics said about the movie was like, don't exploit, don't exploit this. It. I don't know if you know. I've seen it, so I don't know if they did exactly exploit it or if it was a pivotal part in a story that they needed to start to tell. Um, but will that not be someone's story? Yeah, I mean, but it's like the Titanic. Yeah, see, you know, exactly. Maybe it's just because I lived through it. I didn't live through the Titanic. Right. I mean, I, I was born right after. You right. Know? Right. Yes, very. Right. <laughs> Stacey Moody. <laughs> 1913 is when Stacey came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, She's but 106. There is a, a new news story that says that New York City public schools uh, now must take a moment of silence on 9 11. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I'll do more about that coming up at the new, with the news at uh, 7 o'clock. But I just wanted to take a minute sure. and talk about today because you just can't. Anybody that was alive back then can't. Anybody that was, you know, conscious, just the date. I remember the feeling of we need to take care of this. Yeah. We need to. It was the moment of I'm ready to go fight whoever did this to us. Even I felt that. And I was I was in North Carolina where there was a lot of um, army bases mm. and people just signed up in the droves. We we're just like, what are you doing? What happened? We're ready to take care of this. But yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Okay. We can move on. Okay. Can we? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's do it. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Chris, I'm going to really need you to stop searching for me on the internet for things when we don't know what to do for more. I love searching for you. That's what I do when I'm bored. Aww. I just go to like Google and I'll go back to like the 18th O and click on that. Aww. That's fun. For Mortified, I wanted to do something from Dustin, but he's not here. So mm-hmm. you found another interview of mine. Yeah, this one's weird. Aren't they all? Okay, I'll even say that this one's weird. Oh. I asked Taking Back Sunday a question that they ended the interview with. They were just like, we're done. Nope. Oh. Nope, not going to answer this question. Uh, And you you couldn't guess it if you tried. It's just, it's out there. But they were my favorite band at the time. Ba- basically, after every, after every question, they're like, can you not ask us about that again? Yeah. My bad. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was learning how to do an interview. It, it's not as bad as the Beck, but Was this your second Yeah, interview? actually, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, my God. My second interview. First was with Beck. Second was with uh, Taking Back Sunday, which uh, this was the first time I interviewed a band that I really liked, you know? Okay. And so when you're a fan and you're sitting there with this band whose music changed your life... We've all been in that situation. Yeah. Maybe not interviewing, but like seeing oh, I was it. Like, or- have we? Because <laughs> I am not. Right. You're with a band that, or you're seeing a band that changed your life and you have all these feelings and you want to tell the band all these feelings that you have because they changed their music changed your life. They yeah. specifically asked you to stop talking about the portal of hell. Yeah. <gasps> you brought up the portal to hell. To hell. Yeah. With taking back Sunday. Yep. And uh we will do that for 7.30. Mortified. Chris pulled that. But coming up with the news at 7 o'clock, I've got a big-ass bright moon. I have a recreation of the birds. Okay. I have, if you nap just right, you live. If you nap too long, something else happens. Do you die? You die. Oh, Does God. Krueger come? Oh, God. <laughs> 7 o'clock with the news. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. We talked about this before. This is going to be the first year that they do it. A new law in New York State requires every public school to take a moment of silence to remember those that were lost on one of the darkest days in our nation's history, which that should be national. Surprised that it took so long. Yeah. Stacy, we. There has been a confirmed death from vaping, and it was in Kansas. Just to be very clear, uh, with a lot of vaping 
illnesses. We don't always know what was in right. So many the other vape. things can be right. in there, what they're using. Right. We all know that vaping isn't the healthiest thing, mm -hmm. right? But neither is smoking, but millions of people still do it. They're going to continue to do it. I, I thought that they were saying that vaping was going to be better for you than right. smoking. But That was the whole campaign when it all first came out, and now it's worse for you? Mm. All right, we'll keep following that. Chris, bring us up with some news. So if you need a job, you can get one. UPS is hiring like 1,100 seasonal workers, and they start at $14 an hour, which isn't too bad. Awesome. Right here in Kansas City. In Kansas City. Yeah, so that's a good part-time job right there. I've got big ass moon news. According to the Farmer's Almanac, it only happens every couple of decades. The last one was October 13th of 2000. Ooh. The next one will occur August 13th of 2049. Yeah, so Friday night we're going to have a bright ass moon. It's going to be the harvest moon. Ooh. At its harvestest at 1132 our time. And the reason that they call it the harvest moon is because it was so bright back in the day that workers could collect crops even at night because it was so bright. I love that. That's why it's called the harvest moon. <laughs> Stacy, what's on the radar? You guys have seen the birds, the movie? Of course. Yeah. Well, in Ohio, they had their own version with dragonflies. Cute. What? It showed up on the There radar? were so many dragonflies uh, that they showed up on the radar. It showed on the radar and the weather it looks radar. like it seriously looks like Here's a lot of snow happening, but it's dragonflies. Oh, it's creepy looking. I hate that. I don't like bugs, and I certainly don't like droves of bugs. Exactly. Chris, tell us about naps. I've got good news and bad news. I love the good news. Naps may reduce your risk of heart attacks, heart disease, and strokes if you take the right amount. Okay. It'll, you'll be healthier. Okay, the right amount of nap time? Yes. Okay, I, for me, it's usually about five or six hours. <laughs> But yeah. here's the thing. If you, if you take the right amount of naps, you live longer. If you take too long of naps, you die sooner. Oh, my God. What's the average nap? It's four to five to six hours, right? That, no, that, 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 that's too long. You will die sooner. So you should cut that in by half and maybe by half again. Great. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hella mega tour. Oh, my God. Hella. Hella mega. I Hella mega. hate it. Really? Why? It's Green Day. Oh, Fall Out Boy and Weezer. I hate two-thirds of that whole thing. Well, at least tell us which one you like. Fall Out Boy, right? I like Fall Out Boy. Okay, good. Each of those bands also yesterday dropped a brand new song. Dude. Fall Out Boy featuring Wyclef. <laughs> Here's what it sounds like. The song's called Dear Future Self. And yes. I'm done with that one. <laughs> um, listen to the boom boom. Is that what I'm hearing? I think so. Listen to the boom boom. The boom. Okay, well, at least it sounds like Fall Out Boy. Right. You have been saying since the moment you walked in that the new Green Day song, Father of It All, doesn't sound oh. like Green Day at all. Which I didn't think was an issue because Green Day is terrible. Well, hey, but Green Day has helped create this entire genre. I'm glad that they're changing up their sound a little bit, you know? I don't know. I haven't heard it yet. Here, okay, it. check it. What? Did they get a new lead singer? Yeah, that the chorus right there sounded like the lead singer sounded like Billy Joe Armstrong. But this? Maybe they're letting Matt Skiba. 
uh, they say sound, some stuff. They sound like they're trying to like channel Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. but like Electric Guest. Mm-hmm. Like those two had a had a love child, and that's what that garbage is. Wow. Well, Green Day, new song, Father of It All. Yeah, I'm sure we've added it. Um, but- uh, yeah, because I heard it yesterday. Okay. This is the one that, when I heard that Weezer came out with another song, all I could think was that being their fan <laughs> must be so expensive and exhausting. Like, you don't have time to enjoy, well, yeah. to be fair, you don't enjoy Weezer, but no, you don't have time do. to, quote, enjoy the new music, because there's like, well, tomorrow we have a new song, so get ready. A new album, a new song. They're already talking about a new Dude, album. They just they're they haven't even released the new one, and they're already talking about one after that. That's so much music. Stop. Here is a here's take a minute. Weezer's new song, "The End of the Game." Oh man, I don't hate that, Stacey Moody. I'm sorry. I don't hate that. I just woke that. up. I fell asleep. I don't hate that. God, no. What? Why? Because I don't hate that. It's got a good melody. It's got a woo in it. If I'm playing one of the three of those. But Rivers sounds like this and has no inflection in no, his voice. And he, this is how he sings and it's really, really annoying. What are you talking about? At the end he goes woo 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 I'm just playing right it. Here. No! I know it's your birthday, but here's Weezer end of no! game. See what she's up to when the show isn't on. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Hit me! Yeah! I love those songs that you hear just one time and you know all the words. Weezer end of the game. <laughs> Brand new song. Three words! Ooh. Oh my god, I'm screaming. I love a simple melody that it, that repeats because it gets stuck in your head. Do, 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 my do, chest do, hurts. Do. Jordan, my do, chest do, 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 hurts. Guess we reach the end of the game. No? What's wrong with you? Okay. What? I was screaming. I know you were. I was screaming. I made, First I, off. I made notes of what you were yeah, screaming. Yeah, I know. Okay, what are my notes? What are my notes? So you thought the song started out like Van Halen. Uh-huh. Then it turned into a Bowling for Soup song. Uh-huh. And you can sing the entire chorus to Stacy's mom over the chorus of Weezer's End of the Game. Um, hey, Rivers, you owe Fountains of Wayne some money. <laughs> that was exactly... I, I literally, it. every I single... I liked it. It was good. It was good. It was catchy. I bet it's in your head. Listen. No. Listen Stacey's to Stacy's mom is right. stuck in my head now because I just heard it. Because you sang along to it. But it's one of those songs that if we're just totally quiet for one second... And it's still playing in your head. No. Yes, it is. No. Stacy's mom is in my head. Because you know why, why? Jordan? Why? Do you know why Stacy's mom is stuck in my head? Because that's what that song was. Oh, Stacy Moody. If it wasn't your birthday, I'd spank you. <laughs> Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. Billie Eilish's song about the one light building downtown. It's been a minute since I've heard You Should See Me in a Crowd. Yeah, I know. I was like, who sings this? I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Billie Eilish. She's in one light. One, I don't even know if that's what she says, but. it's it, it, No, it's one light. It sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, she wrote it for that. Mm-hmm. So we've got Mortified coming up in just a couple of minutes, and Chris is in the other room. Well, now he's made his way oh. into here. Hello. Um, and he has found <laughs> an interview that I did with Take Back Sunday. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I love these interviews. 
Like the early interviews? Early. Because I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, look got... at that. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This is going to be great. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so Stacey, excited. you're going to love this. This is right up your alley. God, I love when we do Mortified with you. You are going to cannibalize her. <sighs> nice. You know, eat you right up. That's fine, I guess. Because we all start somewhere. Mine just happened to be live for other people to hear. Yeah. I hear my early radio stuff, and I can't believe that it's me. I sound different. I sound like a child. You do. I was a child. I was well, in my early kid, 30s. Yeah. <laughs> I was a child in oh. my early 30s. But no, Taking Back Sunday, I was in this emo band with these like real cute guys, and we lived together, and they turned me on to this band, Taking Back Sunday. I heard one vocal out of one ear, the other vocal out of the other, and it was all this stuff that I really felt music-wise. Everything that they were saying was like all about the, the girl that broke my heart before this. And so I really yeah. liked Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Did you ask them some high heat questions? I sure did. Uh, so they released an album. An album? Or the album? <laughs> they released an album on the same day that I moved from, that I drove from North Carolina to Seattle. And it's the one that has this song on it. And so I remember driving up mm. the northern part of the country just listening to the song on repeat, and I can smell like the dust from all those northern states' names I can't remember, even though now I live near them and I probably should. Montana, uh, there, where there's, there's no one. speed limit. Mm. Man, Montana just seems like an outlaw country. It is. I just, I want to go. There's a sign that says there's no gas for another 100 miles. You better get it here, which sounds like the perfect place to put up a gas station, I'll tell you. I mean, right? But, yeah. No, we no. should put up a gas station 50 miles. I was just going to say that. Right. Um, yeah, but Taking Back Sunday, I don't know. I just I love them to death. They're going to be here on Friday at uh, at Casey Light. Power and Light. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about one light right now. Casey Live. Casey Live. In Power and Light. Right, and these are Coors Light Party Deck Passes. Ooh! We'll give these out after we do Mortified because I'll just need some help. I'll yeah. need a lifeline after that, but... You've got this interview. I do. All right. It's coming up right after this band. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday. Except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Mortified. Well, so we have a Taken Back Sunday interview for Mortified for Jordan Silver. This is interesting for your first interview for that. Second interview. Second interview of all time. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, again, have you guys even done interviews yet? Uh, yeah, I've done like all of them. No, you haven't done a single one yet. <laughs> Just wait till you're sitting next to someone that you really love. Someone that helps you, that has helped you through something. And then you kind of gush. You yeah. Know, like a meet and greet with a band that you love. I can only imagine. I, I have to sympathize with you, but I'm definitely going to make fun of you. Um, if I were sitting, like I've talked to Casey from Deer Hunter. I've talked to him. If I had to interview him. I would crap my pants. Because in that Legit. situation, you want to show them that you love them so much. Mm -hmm. But then also, you know, it's for the listeners. So it's not really for you. And it's, I don't. Right. Yeah. But this is going to be great. All right. So, I'm here, so excited. here's how the interview starts off. <laughs> Taking back Sunday. Sorry, right? This is uh, this is my assistant, Jordan, too. Hi. Jordan, Hi. Is, is, Hi. she might cry because uh, she bases uh -oh. her entire musical career on the, the stylings of Taking Back Sunday. I do love so. your band. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Going a little so over forgive her. Bored with yeah. all of that, <laughs> but I still would sound like that if I interviewed Taking Back Sunday. 
So who's the guy with you? He's the guy that gave me my first radio job ever, DJ No Name. Great. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a big famous DJ in Seattle. I Oh, God. He was a sorry. big deal. That's, anyway. Okay. All right, so here's the, the first question that Jordan decides to ask them. Jordan, I, I very much look forward to your groupie-like questions. Uh, they are. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, no, I very much look forward to these. So without further Thank ado, you. hit it, hit them with a good one. I All mean, right. hit them with, with the high heat inside. This is my high heat question. Your high heat question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what your high heat question was? I haven't heard this interview since 2006, <laughs> eight, whenever oh it happened. All right, here's, here's Jordan's high heat question <laughs> that she asked first off. Uh-oh. Have you ever taken hallucinogenic mushrooms, <laughs> turned off all the lights, and listened to tell all your friends in its entirety, and then realized that the portal to hell was in your basement? Legit question. Who hasn't asked that to a band? Have you ever taken hallucinogenic mushrooms? Why while did listening? you start with that? You started with that question. Why not lead up? To that question. Because I hadn't done an interview. Well, I had only done one interview before. I forgot that. I didn't know at that point that it's this kind of recipe where you build it up. I was just like, this is one of my favorite bands. If I don't know something happens and I don't get to finish this interview, at least I want to have asked them that one question. But you started it with this. This is my high heat question. It's high heat question. Your high heat question. Yeah. It's not a... Okay. It's a question. It ended in a question mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever taken hallucinogenic mushrooms, listened to your album, tell all your friends, and then realized that the portal to hell was in your basement? Now you guys know that full story. That's who I was listening to. And before. what they had to say? I wow. Because I, I did that one. Because you did that one. Because I did that once. So your whole question was just to tell them. Answer. <laughs> There's answering. I remember. They said, wow. They say it's a loaded question. I remember that part. That is a loaded See? question. Right. Yeah. yeah. Once, um, assuming that? that we already don't know where the portal to hell is. It's in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like, that, lived, that was a scary house. That was a scary house that I lived in. I lived there for like a year and a half. The portal to hell was in the basement. Oh there were ghosts God. everywhere, even though they're not real. God. Spirits. All right. Now, Adam, uh, you're from North Carolina, and I've also lived there for a long time. And I know that. Oh, exit, where'd you live? Uh, in Raleigh. Oh, okay, cool. Carborough. Yeah. Um, exit 152 is a huge theme with your albums. And yeah. I'm, I'm not going somewhere with this that I think everybody else has. Where are you going with that? <laughs> where are you not going? I'm going to exit 152 with that. And where were other people think you were going with that? I don't know. I feel like it was a big question back then. I don't know. Was it? Uh, maybe I'm going to ask him about a Bojangles. Wait, maybe I am. Am I going to ask him if there's a Bojangles there? Um, is there a Bojangles there? <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't heard this Okay, okay. Bojangles is my favorite food place of all time, okay? It's in the South. It's a great chicken place. And there's tons of them in North Carolina. None out here, obviously. Um, but that's my favorite food place. So, of course, I was going to ask about Bojangles. Wow. wow. I haven't heard this interview in 11 years. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Bojangles is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that your favorite North Carolina chicken? Um, no, actually, there's a there's a restaurant <laughs> no. in High Point, North Carolina, called the Biscuit Factory, which is oh, uh, wow. which is the reason why I don't have a proper high school diploma. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jordan. Are we now talking about North Carolina chicken? Yeah, if, if you have it, you can't eat anywhere else. Yes, I can still agree with that. I like how I still at agree. the beginning of this, when you're talking about North Carolina, you just sound like, "Hey, you guys are from." North Carolina. I drove through there once. Like that's this. That's how it sounds. Like no, it's not. I said I lived there. I know that's not what you said, but it's like yeah. Uh, so like I'm trying to connect with you like on literally any level. 
Uh, because I, I, I heard that was the first time I talked to the lead singer ever in my life, and he was the one that changed my life. So I got to be like, "Hey, Adam, have you ever been to Bojangles at Exit One Fifty Two? That's a good question. Is it? I feel like it's. <laughs> I feel like it's more my delivery than um, the actual questions. But hmm. okay, next. Okay, and I'll go to a to a regular question with this one. Um, so we're going to a regular question. <laughs> Hopefully, it's about music. <laughs> What's the most dangerous stunt you've performed? Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> What's the most dangerous stunt you've performed while uh, playing live? Adam? Oh, while playing live? Matt Matt, um, <laughs> Matt once had this little dirt bike, and uh, and he would ride it through a flaming hoop while playing the bass. See, that's why wow. I love taking yeah. back Sunday. All the, backwards. Wow. I was hoping that would go somewhere, and they weren't like, uh, we're a rock band, not Evil Knievel act. This was... This was late. Later, they did that thing with no. Maybe I don't remember that. But um, <sighs> yeah, we're listening to <clears throat> Mortified right now. My Taking Back Sunday interview. Actually, I don't think this is too bad. Definitely not as bad as the Beck oh, one. Oh, the Beck one was worse. But this Jordan, how did you feel about that? Wow! 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 <laughs> nice remix. Wow! That's better than uh, Weezer. All right, one more question. Let's see. Uh-huh. Adam and Matt from Taking Back Sunday here. Jordan, we're running out of time, but we have time for one more question oh, from Jordan. I defer would, to you. I would like to finish. Can we not talk about the portal to hell? It no, 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 no. Yeah. We're, we're done. We're done <laughs> with that. that Stay I away from hallucinogenics. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, you should have maybe what? Not asked that question first off? It was a legit question. Was it? I maybe still, not start with it, though. I should have ended with it. I know. I know. Nah, you could have nah. got to know them, you know, build some rapport before you just ask them about the portal to hell. Yeah, and doing illegal mushrooms on the radio. I'm All sure right. that's what everybody wants to hear. Done. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite part of uh, the album Louder Now? Like, every time you hear it, you're just like, that is my favorite part of the whole album. <laughs> so finally, I sound so confident about the music. Do you have a favorite part uh, of the album? Because we listen to it all the yeah. time. Because they listen to their albums all the time. Uh, well, yeah. when you created it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know. There's, when you guys invite um, all your friends over, and you're like, yeah. here, listen to our album. Oh, yeah, 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 Listen to it again, and this time, tell me what your favorite part is. <laughs> I like it. You Thank like God it. DJ No Name. <laughs> he was making fun of you now. I know, but he was saving the interview. Thank God. Um, Freddie is the devil. Tracks. Good. Jordan, you got a game ball? Uh, game ball to your wife. Oh, for those what skirts. the hell is that? Oh, oh dear. No, not like Whoa, there's yeah. some backstory we're missing here. Yeah, well, you can, you can, wow. You can tell by your know. haircut what that Jordan that? and my wife have a special relationship. Uh, I don't think that was okay. bad. Okay, all right. Can I? Uh, yes, we, I made fun of you and that was terrible, but that last question was actually a legit question. And the fact that they're like, uh, we don't listen to it. You recorded the goddamn thing. You know what maybe your favorite part is. Maybe just answer the goddamn question. Yeah. Hmm. Taking back Sunday. But I'm still so excited to see them on Thursday. Taking back Thursday. Friday. Friday. Sunday. Friday. Is it? It's Friday. (laughs) It is Friday the 13th. Yes. Uh, And we're giving out a pair of tickets, which we will do. Do you have any more audio left? I've got one last bit. One last bit. Okay. Oh. oh, ouch. Hey. I don't Hey, care. I, I don't, like your haircut. I don't Thank get it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I asked him about my hair. Hi, Bob. I'm, about a- you? I'm so confused. God, this is a bad interview. <laughs> Just give out, no, back. listen, give out the tickets to Caller 13. I'm going to go lick some wounds. 576-796-5. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Guys, I saw the keynote thing yesterday from Apple and 
I don't want the new iPhone. Oh. No? The new iPhone 11, it's just, it's a very expensive camera. They have wide and ultra wide for being able to take shots. It lets you take slow motion selfies. Who wants that? And extended battery life. What's a slow motion selfie? Exactly what you think it is. Slow motion selfie with the selfie camera. Nobody wants to see that. The dumbest thing I've ever Also, heard. they announced the new Apple Watch, new iPad that kicks ass, Apple TV Plus, and Arcade, Apple Arcade, which is a video game service. Launches oh with uh, 100 new exclusive games. That's everything from the keynote at Apple yesterday. Stacy, I figured out why Weezer's new song sounds like a Van Halen song. Why? Their new album is called Van Weezer, and it's coming out in May or sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really know. Whatever. It's probably it's done and mastered now. You can you can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes really hard right now. Chris, a KC millennial housing study found out the newest places that millennials want to move. Number five is River Market. Number four is Plaza. Number three is Prairie Village. Two is Midtown. Can you guess number one? Overland Park. Downtown. No, Brookside Waldo, the number one place people want to move. All right. LA Times, Entertainment Weekly, Yahoo, and other, quote, reputable sources are saying that J-Lo is in talks to play the halftime show. This is what she had to say when somebody asked her about it. And in that it's in Miami is a, is a big deal, but, you know, we'll see. You know, they make their own decisions over there. So last year, they didn't announce who was playing the halftime show until January. But usually, right now is when the rumors start, and the NFL usually announces around the end of September, beginning of October. Eh. J-Lo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eh. What else is going on? Stacy? McDonald's really does not want to pay their employees. So they have been doing a lot of extensive research on voice recognition technology. It's not exactly stated what they're going to do with this technology, but it's pretty clear that they're not going to be paying people to be at McDonald's much longer. See, that is scary because I don't think that voice to text, it works really horribly. How many times do you get texts from people that are like, oops, didn't mean to say that. Sorry, stupid voice to text. What are you going to order? When you pull up to the drive-thru and it's like, welcome to McDonald's, can I take your order? And they're like, hey, can I have a Big Mac and fries? And it's like, FaceTiming your boss you don't like. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I feel like is going to happen. Chris. A, a store cashier in Tokyo has been arrested on allegations of stealing credit card information from 1,300 people by memorizing their cards as he's swiping them as they're checking out. He has a photographic memory? Yeah. I don't even know how you would able to remember one card with the 60 numbers, but 1,300, and then he was caught by buying fancy handbags online with those cards. Chris, was it you? It wasn't me, I promise. I can't even remember my own card number. I can't even remember the security code on the back. That's like three I'm laying digits. on the couch, no bra, and I'm like, I already want to buy this. And it's like, what's your security code? And I'm like, nope, don't want to buy it anymore. Jordan, Silver, and Friends. It is almost someone's birthday. Uh, it's me. But there, you're not going to be here. No, I'm going to be in Chicago. At? Riot Fest. Oh, my God. Yeah, so excited. You've been talking about this for months and months and months. Yeah, I bought my tickets, I think, probably three, four months ago. Who's playing? A bunch. Okay. A bunch of people. Your eyes just rolled I d- in two different directions. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there's a whole app for it. Wow. Yeah. That's a long show. I'm excited to, to watch it in, on your story. Well, Virtually I'm going to try to con- conserve power. Oh. So I don't know how much, I, I want, you know, I want to be in it. I want to enjoy it, not live it through a screen. Okay, that's good, too. That's really good, too. But there will be stuff. Don't worry. Good, good. So since we're not going to see you until after your birthday next, Mm -hmm. um, I got you a little cakey thing. Would you go blow those out, Uh, please? Yeah, here, hold on. I can't even see it. 
I keep saying that it's Stacy's 33rd birthday. She is actually turning 31, but I still got, I got 33 candles. Yeah, 33. Ready? Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Come on. Happy Christine. birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday to you. Stacey. Happy birthday to, to you, sailor. Yay! Go Mama Moody. Yay. 33. 33. And I'm so sorry that you're not 33. But it was funny. I was telling the people at the checkout line that it is actually your 31st birthday. And they're like, well, you got the wrong candles. So I was like, no, I didn't. No, no, no. You no, got it right. But for your birthday, you want one thing. I want one thing. And it is for everyone to donate to Get Your Rear in Gear, Kansas City. You know, that is how we know each other. It is how. Yeah. Because the stolen colon. The stolen colon. Man. A year ago. A little, little less little or, over a year. Yeah, the middle of October is our friends anniversary. I absolutely adore that. So why is Get Your Rear in Gear something that you're so... Because um, that is when I think of you, I think of Get Your Rear in Gear. Yeah. Um, why is that yeah. so um, important to you? So my father and his entire family almost uh, had colon cancer. My dad passed away when I was four. It was a month almost to the day um, after his 40th birthday that he passed away. Yeah. And there's a lot of my mom's side as well. So it's it's pretty prevalent in my family. So I want to prevent other daughters from growing up without a father because of colon cancer. It is the mm-hmm. most beatable, treatable, and preventable of all cancers. But really? it's like the, I want to, it goes back and forth between the second and third biggest cancer killer. And it's the most... Treatable and beatable. Well, okay, so why is it not being treated? It's being misdiagnosed. It's misdiagnosed a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in younger people. Everyone, you know, the doctor, you go to the doctor, hey, I've got these symptoms, which is blood in your stool. You've got cramping. You've got weight loss, weight, you know, um, un, un, or, uh, weight loss for no reason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, constipation, diarrhea. So people, doctors, they think, okay, it's just IBS or you you eat more fiber because you're right. You're younger. Right. You know, most people think colon cancers in people older than 50, 50 or older. It's not it. Well, it is, but it's in, young people are getting it more and more. And oh my God, which is like one, what age group there was a couple years ago. There was a, I want to say nine year old. <gasps> what? Yeah. We had a survivor who was 17. Oh, my God. They're 16-year-old. I mean, it's those are those are rare that young, right. but it's happening in 20- and 30-year-olds. I mean, one of the girls who started Get Your Rear and Gear Kansas City, her husband passed away in his early 30s. Oh, my God. That's, that's so and early. That's now. That's ha- now. But the thing is, though, he didn't have any symptoms or family history until late in it. Which is the same with my dad. He did not have any symptoms, and he didn't know about his family history until a tumor ruptured. That's the only reason he knew he had colon cancer, because a tumor had ruptured, and a tumor takes 10 years to grow. Yeah. So how do people get checked out for this? So if you have- It's not in, like, the normal doctor checkup, right? the The two biggest things are family history- and symptoms. Mm-hmm. So if you are experiencing symptoms, which I, I just said a few, the biggest one is bleeding or uh, blood in your stool. 
dead ringer. If you have blood in your stool, it could be a hernia or a, what's the other one? It's the <laughs> butt. Th- oh, God. I can't. I know. I threw you on the spot to talk yeah, about this. Well, but. now that I'm talking about it. But anyway, it could be not a hernia, but. I call them itchy piles. Anyway, it could be something. <laughs> Stacey Moody, everybody. It could be something very not cancer, but it could be cancer. So if you have that symptom, go to your doctor and tell them, mm-hmm. especially if you have family history or if you are 45 or older, mm-hmm. you need to get checked. So if you do have family history, there's a 10-year rule. Mm-hmm. So my dad was diagnosed at 37. So at 27, I needed to start getting checked. Mm-hmm. It's 10 years to closest family member okay. to you was diagnosed Whew. is when you need to start. Because, again, it takes 10 years for that tumor to grow. So you want to catch it while it's still a polyp or before it turns into a giant tumor or before it ruptures polyps are easy to remove polyps are easy to remove and again because even if you have a polyp that does not mean you're you're going to that's it's going to get you Mm -hmm. You polyps happen you can get them removed you can remove part of your colon and really the biggest thing that people tell me is they a they don't want to know if they have cancer Mm -hmm. which i get that it's scary but it is again the most treatable cancer Mm mm-hmm B, they don't want to go through the prep, which I've been dealing with stomach issues all my life, so pooping is not a big deal to me. It is not a big deal to it's her, not so you t- know, BuzzFam. <laughs> I I always say a day of prep is much, much easier to do than months and possibly years of cancer treatment. Absolutely. No. So, I mean... The, the stolen colon was something that you get your rear and gear purchased mm-hmm. to, yes. to educate people. Yeah. In 2015, we bought the stolen colon with our funds. So <laughs> like it's, an, it's literally called the stolen colon. I'm now. sorry. The inflatable. <laughs> see, I know. I can't I know, call anything well, else. But that's what the bus family knows it as, right. as well. Uh, we bought it in 2015. And last year it was stolen out um, on the back of a truck. It's It wasn't inflated. People always ask me, well, who like seals people, that? I'm sorry, but people think that it was inflated <laughs> in the back of the truck. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. It was in a gray tubby. It was. And it was taken from a... Leslie's house. Leslie's <laughs> dad's house. Leslie's dad's house. <laughs> um, in Brookside. And two weeks later, we found it. Yeah. It was a huge... I mean, who International. International news. Yes. That's what you were. Such a star. I and was. I was. I was rolling up high yeah. there for Katie a Katie Kirk weeks. was talking about you and everything. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy and, Fallon. Um, NPR. Steven, NPR. We were a question on their little question, question thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're is, all really smart. We listen What to is NPR. the stolen colon was the question. But, mm-hmm. okay, so get your rear in gear. Yes. Um, bringing it back. It is your birthday. And this is something that you would, if anybody's thinking of doing any donating Right. Especially for your birthday, mm-hmm. this is where you'd like the money. Yeah, to go. so you don't even want us to get you presents. I, I I'm, don't. I'm donating to get your rear and gear. Good, good. I'm honor. glad. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So, just so everyone knows, what we we raise funds all year, but this is our biggest fundraising event. We have different events throughout the year. Our funds stay in Kansas City, so anything that we raise stays here in Kansas City and goes back into the community. We do education screening and I say education screening and awareness campaigns Mm -hmm. that you know we help under 
insured and uninsured mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. We are working toward doing more patient support. So someone's going through cancer treatment. We would help pay for their gas to get to treatment or toilet paper or, you know, if they have kids, pay for diapers and, you know, things like that. Just right. we're working on getting to that. But we do really good things in the community and we just need more money to, to do, do really that. good things. Yeah. Helping out everybody. Mm-hmm. Depend, it does not matter how much money you make, what you have for insurance. And again, yeah. you said it's the most preventable one and of the cancers. Right. And, so. and one of the reasons we really want to help with patients support is because just for instance my friend in minnesota she just she has had symptoms for a couple years now and her dad just got diagnosed so she went to get a colonoscopy and she doesn't have insurance and it's six thousand dollars oh my god Mm. so what yeah so that's why we're so we she clearly needs a colonoscopy to see where we're at right she can't do that until open enrollment in november that's so that's why that's why i'm so passionate about getting us some gosh darn money yep so we can help other people like that because that happens all the time wow that's i love you you know it's so funny on the show you kind of are the simon cowell (laughs) in a way you know you're very opinionated and that's what i love about you um but you have a heart of gold, and you always have, and this is something that's very important to you. And in honor of your birthday, I will definitely be donating. And if anybody else would like to, where should they donate? ColonCancerCoalition.org slash Kansas City. All right. And you can do anything and everything there. You can donate. You can register for the race September 22nd at Zona Rosa. We would love to have you out. You get a cool T-shirt. Ooh, Yes. Yeah. And a little bag. And you get to meet the stolen colon? And yes. So you get, okay. So the stolen colon will be there. And Quest Diagnostics donated when it got stolen. Quest Diagnostics donated money to get a new one. So, and they named it Hope. So Hope and the stolen colon will be there. Can we call the stolen colon Stacey Moody? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. The the real and the inflatable Stacey Moody will be there. (laughs) That's it, everybody. Celebrity in the house. Yeah. All right. We'll put the information also in the written section of the podcast. Awesome. So everybody has the link to that, too. Stacey Mooney, happy birthday. Thank We're going to miss you tomorrow. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. That was in the system. That was supposed to be played. I didn't do. <laughs> I didn't take any right to do that, even though I loved it. Right. Yeah. We were twerking here. You know, it's funny when I give cat when I give Blanche his cat food, I have to like bend over. That's when I twerk. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Food. Oh, boy. <laughs> I go, shake that thing, miss. <laughs> that's how I... That's, wow. What? No, it's, it's exercise. Awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. It's exercise. Yep. Burning those calories any way you can find out. Yes. It's like the only thing... I'm, anyway. So, Chris, mm-hmm. tomorrow we will be six days away from your... You don't have another creepy thing to play tomorrow, <laughs> do you? No, 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 no. Well, here's the thing. I was going over children's stories. Mm-hmm. Love I, children's stories. Yeah. When when you had your baby shower, you asked some of the guests to bring in children's books. Yeah. That you can read. What were mm-hmm. some of the books that you got? Uh, I love Stacy's with the, the teeth. And yeah. then we've got, the, of course, the one where I will love you long... Hold on. That's not the right uh, one. I, I will love you long time? <laughs> no, no, no. The one where she... That's the name of Stacy's <laughs> memoir. <laughs> uh, I loved you when you were younger. The, the baby book where she grows old... The, Kid grows older, and mm-hmm. the mom looks as a child and remembers the time, and then looks back and wants to hold 
him. I forget what it's called. Wow. I Will Love You Always or something. See, these are not the books that I was read when I was growing up. Well, this is maybe why I turned into a dark, tortured soul. Oh, sure. Whoa. What books did you have? The classics. I was read stories like Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I remember going to one of the, well, a play of that when I was in kindergarten. Oh, really? Yeah. Was there <laughs> blood and babies and guts and a creepy little man? I was in kindergarten, so no. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's the story of Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> All I know is just a, a nice little gnome decided to spin gold for the lady in the castle. Right. Now, <laughs> he wants something to be able to do that. Ugh. Like sexually? <laughs> Probably, honestly, <laughs> if you could like zoom into the book. But but when I was uh, I was just going over the books that I was read as a child and I w- was just finding them to be very dark. None of that was in the play that I remember. Do you know that the last time that the little man comes to spin straw into gold, mm-hmm. he asks her for her firstborn? What? Oh. Yes. Yeah. As a method of payment? Yes, as a method of payment because <laughs> she doesn't have anything to give him. And then she becomes queen, uh, okay. has a baby, and then this little gnome guy shows back up. What is he, King Herod? What is this story? Right? Isn't it messed up? What? It's, it's, what's, the, what's the moral story we're supposed to learn? I don't know, but the whole story starts with this dude says to the king that he has a daughter that can spin um, straw into gold. And then so the king's like, cool, bring her here on Friday night. And so the king locks her <laughs> in this tower with, in a room full of straw and says, spin this into gold by tomorrow morning or you're dead you're dead that's right that's what the child story is about that's horrible and then so she starts crying because who wouldn't (laughs) she better start spinning instead of crying (laughs) i think in the play she didn't like get lunch the next day or something (laughs) no 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 no. in the the brother's grim version that i was reading she dies (laughs) wait you can't turn it into the straw into gold it was the brother's grim version so is that the original version i guess yeah I thought Brothers Grimm, like, took a dark spin to stories. Oh, like, Stacey, made them. Come on, man. Really? No. <laughs> They're the originators. I'm an idiot. We know this. But, so she's, she's sitting there crying because she can't make straw into gold because you can't do that. Then this little gnome dude shows up and goes, I can do it. But I want something. I know, isn't that? How do we tell? How did we tell these kids these stories? But no, who who decided to take these horrible stories and make them into innocent little kid stories? Right, like I get the brothers Grimm, maybe. I get Little Red Riding Hood. Like that one's kind of a dark one, but this one seems way just unnecessarily dark. Yeah. Give me your firstborn as payment. And then, just like a rapper would say, oh no. Um, when she's like, oh, I can't give you my firstborn. This is ridiculous. Like. This is my baby. I'm sorry. Can I give you something else? And he's like, all right, I'm coming back in three days. If you know my name in three days, then you can keep your baby. That is how it ends. <laughs> she finds out his name and says, your name is Rumpelstiltskin. And he's like, ah, damn it. And that's how Rumpelstiltskin ends. Let's oh, see it. What? There's no like end to his demise or did he go on and find some other person to get the Honestly, firstborn? Honestly, I think what I read was that he tore himself in half. Oh. The little. Wait. The gnome was Rumpelstiltskin? Yes. I I can't. (laughs) I'm so lost. Yes.
Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. I am looking at the list of 211 stories in the final Grimm Brothers fairy tale book. And they are messed up. Although somebody texted in that they're a oh. descendant. Yeah, they said they're a direct descendant of the Grimm Brothers. Wow. One of the stories, one of the first five stories, the story of the youth who went forth to learn what fear was. <laughs> this is what we're telling our children back in the 1800s. These could be horror movies of today. Little brother, little sister, three little men in the woods. Oh, God. These, I've, I found some not so much like fairy tales, but actual <laughs> books that were written. The Girl Without Hands oh, oh. is the 31st Grimm's Brother fairy tale story. I'm going to do a story. I'm going to find out what that's about. The Girl Without Hands. I like that one. What are some things modern story books? Wow. Wow. Um, there is. Ooh, why does I wish daddy didn't drink so much? Okay. Uh, who cares about elderly people? Oof. Like, that is a straight-up book. Sounds like country songs. Uh, yeah, right? Wow. Um, There was a book about Hiroshima. Oh, The House That Crack Built. <laughs> Shut I, up. Sh- I kid you not. Oh, God. Uh, Sometimes Mommy Gets Angry. <laughs> oh, my Lord. These are really messed up stories. That um, These are not... I know that, Chris, you like vintage antique original thingies oh i do are you going to be telling any of these crazy stories if i could find an original copy of something i'll buy it and allow my child once they're at least the age of pg-13 the girl without hands (laughs) the girl without hands is a Grimm's brothers fairy tale the girl without hands well i wonder what that one's about i don't know there's another one called the lazy spinner oh all right the Every, shoes that were just... the shoes that were danced to pieces. Oh, huh. The old beggar woman. Everything I know about women, I learned from my tractor. Uh, that's hmm. a country album. That's definitely. Oh, we should do country album or weird child book, dude. Hmm, that gives me an idea. If you need your Jordan Silver and friends fixed during the weekend, check out Jordan's Instagram at J O R D I N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 